Over 250 years ago, our founding fathers set forth on this continent to create a new nation conceived in liberty and the dedication that all men and women are created equal. And as we move forward into the future, we find that people that we put in charge are attempting to take those freedoms away. This is Don't Tread on America. All right. How's it going out there today? It is Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. How's it going out there, everybody? <laughs> That's my uh, radio voice. What? <laughs> All right. So uh, it's been a long time, man. Uh, Chris over there, how's it going, buddy? It's going good. And it's been a solid week and a half since the two of us have uh, joined together to join forces uh, against evil. Uh, and I'm on vacation this week, so it was, it was. I had to strong arm my wife to be able to do this show today because she didn't want us to do one. I was like, man, we got, there's too much going on. We got to do this. Fine. Just don't don't be forever. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> so that being said, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks and, uh, for listening. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you. Uh, and we'll see you next week. No. <laughs> well, okay. So I did a live show about a week ago. I think it was a week ago Wednesday, today, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. got a couple of responses like, oh, what's going on with you guys here? <laughs> you know, because in the show I said, hey, you know, we're going to probably cut it down to maybe one show a week, you know, depending on what's going on, because, you know, we both got so much shit going on other than this. And this is just an extracurricular activity. So we're not getting paid to do this. It's just something to do for fun. But I enjoy seeing the downloads. I enjoy seeing this. And there's a, the last, I don't know, three, four shows we've been kind of like, well, what are we going to talk about? There's really not much going on. Well, now there's shit going on. And. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. it's hard to squeeze in the show and it's like Ooh. i just got back from being out of town and so you know it's like we got we got to do a show today. right well i mean the good the good thing is, is we've done like the skype right uh show before and that you know except for the ending of it where it kind of rose <laughs> up or whatever but yeah. i mean it kind of went off you know pretty much with without a hitch and and um you got you got the Twitch account set up. Yeah. I've got a Twitch account set up now, so maybe we can be able to do you know over Twitch and, and Skype, and we've got other ways that if we need to do a show that we can do it without having to be uh, in person. Well, our our plan is to do it the one show Wednesday, right? right? And try and do a long show. I don't know how long we're going to be able to go today before this door gets kicked in by my wife, but um, the goal moving forward is to do at least one long show on Wednesday. Now, whether it's a two hour show or we break it up and do two one hour shows or whatever. And, um, that's, that's the plan. And then like he's saying, if, uh, something comes up on a Thursday or a Monday or whatever, we need to go ahead and do a, a Skype show or whatever. It's just that we don't live. I mean, we live near each other, but we don't live super near each other. So it's hard to, it's hard for him because everything's here at my house. So it's hard for him to come all the way up here to do a show you know whereas if he's at home it's easier to just do it that way but nonetheless there's we'll nothing yeah there's nothing going on if anyone thought that we're breaking that's up it. the band I'm, 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 that's it <laughs> we're breaking up the band nothing's <laughs> going on it's just that uh, uh life gets in the way yeah you know we got we both have wives and we don't want to piss them off and it's like i said now granted i will say this if we were getting paid to do this, they would probably be singing a different tune. But since we're not, 
the tune that's being sung is happy wife, happy life, and we got to keep them happy and, you know, so on and so forth at any rate. So uh, I guess we'll see you all next week. No. Anyway. Yep. What, what do we got going on today? Is there anything, anything going on? Uh, well, you know, much like uh, Rewind, much like Repeat, we're watching the same things happen over again. Guess what? Minneapolis is burning again. <laughs> yeah. Not just just shy under a year, right? Well, I mean, we still got the uh, the peaceful protest going on in Portland, so that hasn't stopped. That's been a year long now. Yeah, well, they just didn't they uh, set the something on fire in Portland was the courthouse or I think it was the police union oh, was that? Uh, building again it's... or whatever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so we had another uh, officer involved shooting. Right. Um, I mean, from 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 all evidence. It was an accidental shooting. I, there's no way anybody could watch the the footage of the body cam footage, right? And think that this lady set out that morning with the intent to kill a young black man, right? Well, from the facts of the case that that we know, and I'm not talking about the facts that because uh, I'll say this: any depending on who you watch media wise. Now, I'll I'll obviously we've talked about this before. I obviously I watch Fox. Okay. With that being said, I've come to learn doing this show, it's good to look at other news media to get their spin, mm-hmm. angle, whatever right. you want to say. Because not everything Fox says is absolute. Definitely not everything CNN, NBC, I, or anyone else I, well, is we'll absolute. We'll actually have a story on that a little bit later. But, <laughs> but my point being is I'm going to read an article from NBC, mm-hmm. okay, but before I do that, I'm going to state the facts of the case. This is what we know happened, right? We know that, what's the name, Dante Wright, mm-hmm. right, was driving in a vehicle. Uh, I think it was a 2016 SUV of some sort. I don't know uh, what No, brand. it was actually a car. I'm looking at was it, it right a car? here. It's okay. a white uh, something. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, the point of the matter is he was pulled over. Facts of the case. So he was pulled over for having expired tags. Right. Hmm. Number one, um, I know I've read reports where as the approaching officer, uh, you know, approached the vehicle, he noticed stuff hanging from the mirror. And I guess there's an ordinance in that city or right. state. That, I don't know. As many people want to call it ridiculous or whatever right. it is, it is actually a law that you cannot have things blocking your view right. in a car. So, yes, but, technically you can get pulled over. For but that. the point is, is he wasn't pulled over. For that, like depending on what news you follow, if you're following NBC, CBS, their that what their narrative is is that this young black male was pulled over because he had stuff hanging in his mirror. No, he was pulled over because he had expired tags. Number one, number two, some people were saying is he even black because he looked more Hispanic than I mean, as far as looking at him. So if if your narrative is going to be that these white officers, which I don't think they both were white. Uh, no, actually, the <laughs> the original officer that was trying to handcuff well, him was a black man, right? Was a black man, right? Yes. But so I don't think the initial reaction was two white cops in a car. There's a black guy with stuff hanging from his mirrors. So let's pull him over, right? Because if you look at him, he doesn't look black because he's a mixed race, right? Okay, so number one, that shouldn't have anything to do with anything. He was pulled over because he had expired tags. Whether he is white, black, Hispanic, doesn't matter. Right. He was pulled over because he had expired tags. The fact that he had shit hanging from his mirror just exacerbated 
the situation. Now, NBC, so <laughs> the title, the head of the article goes, Dante Wright was stopped for expired plates. But while, while driving black may have been the crime. Mm-hmm. So, you know, automatically they're, putting out the narrative that the whole reason he was stopped. Okay, true, he was stopped because of the expired tax, but it's probably more because he was black, not because he had expired tax. Right. Insinuating that if a white man would have had expired tax, they would have just, let him, just let him go. Yeah. Uh, bullshit, number one. You know, the, and we were actually talking about that this morning. So how many times do you think that we have people pulled over for right. whatever reason. Okay, we'll, we'll just go expired tags. Okay. All right. How many times do you think we have people pulled over for expired tags and nothing fucking happens? You get pulled I would, over, <laughs> you get a ticket, you get cited. I would say every day someone gets pulled over for having an expired tag. Right. Every day. Every day. At least one person in this country gets pulled over for having an expired right. tag. Probably multiple There's times. There's probably one person in this town that gets pulled over every day for, for having expired tags. Okay. So... <clears throat> and you never hear about that. Right. Because why? Nothing escalates from that point. Exactly. You you get the ticket. Right. Or, or like, for example, take my son, for example. His birthday <laughs> was the other day. Right. He got his registration. It's sitting on my counter. His tags technically... Out. Are expired right. because his birthday was last week. In the state of Florida, your your life or your tag expires on your birthday. Right now, with that being said, it's still the month of April. More than likely, he won't get pulled over for that because his tag says April. It doesn't right. give the whole birthday; it gives the month and right. the year. So, as far as Joe Blow, police officer driving behind him, is going to see his now. If it's May and it still says April four twenty. Then he'll or, get he'll get pulled over. Or if he's speeding. Yeah. Or if now he if he gets stopped out, for another or reason, if he has another reason. Right. So I would assume that Dante Wright's tag were expired. Not right. not. Oh, well, let's see. It's April. Right. Let's see if he's updated his tags. There, they were. I'm a. I'm a. Just guess. They were probably like a March or a February date. So they were like, look, this dude's tags a month old, two months old, whatever. Right. Let's pull him over. Uh, and then on top of that, okay. The whole, and he wasn't shot because he was black. He wasn't shot because his tags were expired. He wasn't shot because he had shit hanging from his mirror. Yeah, so we were, that's that's another thing we were talking about this morning. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but yes, I, you I, do. I just want to say, <laughs> what do this, George Floyd, the 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 woman we talked about in a couple of shows back in, in Tennessee that right. was shot, the guy in Georgia over last summer that was shot in the Wendy's parking lot right? Uh, that was passed out drunk in his car. What do all those cases right there, those are all officer-involved shootings. And I'll, and I'll go as far as to say Jacob Blake, too, in, in um, uh, Wisconsin. What do all these cases have in common? Uh, white cops killing black people. Well, besides that. Oh, uh, resisting arrest. Hmm. Interesting. Because... Ultimately, what happened was, Dante. That's that's not to say that that justifies lethal action. You know what I'm saying? That not that is not to say just because they resist, they deserve to be shot. But all those things have in common. Well, I'll I'll tell you right now, while resisting arrest, if you look at all those actively, if you look at all those cases that you talked about, Mm -hmm. and you say, did the perpetrator deserve to be killed? I'm going to say no. 
But I'll say this also. The case in Tennessee where the lady um, was pulled over because uh, expired tags. No, she no? was pulled over because the car she was driving oh, was, was registered to a dude that had warrants warrant, out. Multiple right. warrants out. So she was pulled over for that reason. And then she pulls a gun out. She gets shot. Mm-hmm. You know, Dante Wright, back to him, was shot. Whether it was an accident, whether she thought she had a taser, whatever. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm, we'll get to that in a second. Point being is, when he was pulled over, there was two officers. I don't even know the other guy's name. The guy that initiated the right. whatever. Um, but the lady cop, twenty something years on the force, was a training officer. So, uh, on on mine and Chris's jobs, we have at one time been trainers. So, with that being said, what you do as a trainer is you let the trainee go about the business. Okay. Go to the car, see what's going on, get the license and registration, so on and so forth. So the officer goes to the car, they get his license and registration. Okay. You realize your tags are expired. Yes. I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. They run his name. Once they run his name, they realize this dude's got warrants out for aggravated, um, aggravated assault, right? So, so he had a, for gross misdemeanor for weapons charge, right? Now there's a there's a story coming out from the Daily Mail that Dante Wright had a warrant out for arrest for attempted aggravated robbery charges after choking and holding a woman at gunpoint for eight hundred and twenty dollars in two thousand nineteen. Okay. So in this, I mean, just real quickly to break this down, basically what happened was is he and another male attended a party, and two women went home with them basically because they didn't have a ride home from the party uh the next morning one of the uh women withdrew money for her rent at such time he at gunpoint demanded the money and he choked her and and took the money okay all right so he let's so please quit painting this guy as as being yeah like a you know a choir boy or something so i mean basically he so when they ran his name they see that he has these warrants out for his arrest right um, so initially like, okay, we, me and my wife were having this discussion this morning. She's like, so why did the girl intervene? The guy was arresting. Mm-hmm. He, she intervened when he started to fight with the officer right. and get into his car. At this point, you don't know what his intentions are. Is he trying to jump in the car and flee? Number one, is he trying to jump in the car and grab his gun? Well, I tell you what. Um, I'm going to play the video real quick. We've got, it's it's only 35, 36 seconds long. Uh, we're going to play the video. Okay. Of course, nobody's going to be able to see the video, but we're going to play the video, going to listen to it, and uh, then I'm going to describe what I see in the video. Okay. Okay. Okay, so what you had is you had the original arresting officer had him up against the car, 
uh, he was, you know, had him had his hands behind him. Was going to cuff him and was going to cuff him, telling him, you "I'm arresting you because of a warrant. You right. have a warrant out for your arrest." And then, you know, he he started to fight with him. Fight with him there. No, I mean not big struggle, but he was not allowing the officer to cuff him. Right. So that's when um, Officer Potter, I believe her last name's Potter, started to step in to tell him, "Do not Look, resist." Yeah, you've got warrants. Right. You're you under arrest warrant. for your right. warrants. And he's like, "I'm not doing nothing." When you can clearly watch that he is resisting right. right there. Okay. So she steps in to try to help restrain him. And tells him, I'm going to tase you. I'm going to well, tase you. He he jumps into the car. So he immediately, I'm not doing anything. He bucks, turns, spins, jumps into the car. So clearly he's trying to get away. Right. She's telling him, I am going to tase you. She tells him twice, I am going to tase you. She pulls her gun Thinking. Clearly, thinking it's her taser, she starts yelling, taser, taser, letting her her partner know, I pulled my taser, I'm about to tase this guy because he's trying to get away. Now, again, whether he's trying to get away, whether he's going for a gun, they don't know. They know he has an arrest warrant out for a legal weapon. He, right. ha- he's, he has an arrest warrant for carrying a weapon without a permit. Because okay? at that moment when they're trying to, when the one officer is trying mm-hmm. to cuff him, they know that he has a warrant for yes. a violent for weapons and aggravated yes. assault. Yes. So this isn't like he has a warrant because he was shot. Because he was jaywalking. Yeah. Right. So at this rate, whether he's trying to get away or trying to get a gun, who knows? But the fact of the matter is, he was trying to do something that other than keeping his hands behind his back and being arrested. Right. So she goes on to, like I said, she's telling him twice, "I'm going to tase you." Then she pulls, like I said, she thinks she pulls her taser, which I understand. I understand that is a mistake that cannot happen. I get it. Right. But she clearly thinks she has her taser in her hand. And even when she shoots him. And then she says, taser, taser. And then she pulls the trigger. And then even then she's like, oh, shit, I just shot him. Right. Well, he drives off, of course, because they let go of him after discharging her weapon. Right. And, you know, you kind of hear her say, oh, shit, you know, I shot him. Right. So... Again. So, and and then every time you want, everything I've watched on the news since then, because this would happen, was it Sunday? Uh, yeah. oh, sorry. <laughs> was that on Sunday, right? I believe so. April 12th. No, it was Monday. Monday was? Yeah. Yeah, because it says 14th. So, yeah. so um, everything I've seen about this, a little bit that I've been able to catch on the news, is uh, I've seen stuff. No, <laughs> Interesting. is uh, all they're talking about is oh, well the taser is usually on your weak side and your gun's on your strong side and you should you know so if you're right handed your gun's on your right hand side and the taser would be on your left and she clearly reached for her right and blah 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 okay I'm going to say this about that whether whether the taser should be on the left or the right and the gun da 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 put your how, this lady this cop this female officer has been on the force for 20 some odd years, right? She's probably living in Brooklyn, Minnesota, a little suburb of, of Minneapolis, probably never has dealt with an issue as this in her, in her career. You know, I'm guessing, I don't know. I'm guessing. So when something like this happens and you know, the, the suspect that you are trying to apprehend has a violent warrant out for his arrest. 
you're automatically, your heart is, your adrenaline kicks in, your heart's racing, right. mis- mistakes happen. Right. Now, I will venture a guess that clearly she did not mean to kill this kid. Clearly. Right. Um, so anybody that's that's preaching the narrative that she went out to kill this kid, stop. You sound right. like a fucking idiot. Yeah, because I'll say this about that. She she knows she's got a body cam on, right? Right. Don't you think if her intentions were to go out and kill this guy, she would have turned that shit off? <laughs> That's the thing that I don't understand. Okay, so, you know, you look at the Chauvin case, for example. None of them, all the video that you're seeing is third-party video. Right. Is someone with a cell phone or whatever. Right. Right? Um, surely, if there was third-party video of, of this incident that happened the other day. And I'm sure some will come out. Yeah, you might. But my point is, is if you intend to kill somebody, you're not going to videotape it unless you're a fucking sicko. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Well, but I, I find it, I find it interesting that this happens on the exact same day that the, the, the prosecution rests right in the Chauvin case. Well, and so since such time, and you might be right, this might've happened on Sunday. And and we just got the video to come out on Monday. I'm I'm not I'm, I I can't really remember if it was Sunday or Monday that it happened. I, yeah, it might have been Sunday because they've been riding for three straight days now um, in Minnesota. I I it hate, was Sunday. Okay, so I hate to say it, but what you, but kind of what you just alluded to is the fact that what if this is a way of of because you know the jury. They're not because I think when this happened, I think I read or I saw read or something where the defense asked for the jury to be sequestered Monday, and the judge refused. Right. So you know the jury or some members of the jury at least have seen the footage of the riots that are going on mm-hmm. right now in Minnesota, and surely some of them are thinking to themselves, you know, shit. If we, if we find this guy not guilty. This well, is what could happen. Like this could this be a is, precursor. This to, is nothing compared to what will happen. Right, and not even a could. This is what will right. happen. And, uh, and I you saw hate to say that, but yeah, I mean, it's, well, it is. It's got to be mean, in the back of their mind. Exactly. I, I saw someone say, "I can't." I say someone because I can't recall who it was, but it was it was on Fox, and they were they had a panel, and and the, and the guy goes, "Look, I fear no matter what the outcome is of this case, that this is going to happen." This is gonna happen. Because the news, the media, whoever it is, I don't care if it's Fox, CNN, whoever, whenever something like this happens, they, they fan the flames of, of insanity, I mean, for lack of a better term, just to get sides, to get division, to get how many, I, I was talking to my wife about it, how many, I, I don't know the answer to this question, so this is something we need to look up, maybe we can talk about next time. But who cares if it was a white officer and a black black suspect? My question is this. Because it helps the narrative that that white people are out to kill black people. Right, because my question is this. They always say a white officer, blah, blah, blah. Right. How many black officers have killed black black suspects? You don't hear about that. Easy words for me to say. You don't hear about that. (laughs) Right. Better yet, how many black officers have killed white suspects? Or how many white officers have killed white suspects? We don't know 
And and even if we did, okay, white officer uh, Bob Johnson killed white suspect, you know, Mickey Wait. Johnson because he had warrants out, blah, 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 blah. I, I wish I would have saved it, but I did see somebody actually pulled the statistic on that. And the number of officer-involved shootings of suspects, uh, officers killing white suspects right. as opposed to black suspects, uh, it's far outweighed. There, there's far more white people killed by police than there are black people. I, and I wish to God I would have saved it when I saw it, but of course, you know, it's just kind of like one of those things where you're right. scrolling, you're just like, eh, whatever. It, I, I will try to find it again, and I will get that number for you. But but the point is, is it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter, you're if, right. If but you're, it's the if fact you're that a suspect, brought. period, if you're a suspect, period, whether you're white, black, Hispanic, Chinese, mm -hmm. Asian, right. you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing. I'm going to say this about you know Dante Wright okay and any other criminal that happens to be listening to this show which I I don't know that we're number one in the cr criminal handbook of podcasts Probably to listen not. to but okay if I if I uh, strong arm a, a whoever for a cash for you know whatever reason if I arm robbery but mm -hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. uh if I've ever done something that I know, you know if you did something, you have warrants out for your arrest, right? I mean, don't you know that? <laughs> it's not like, you shouldn't come as a shock. Right, you know. I held this guy up and, oh shit, I'm, oh, I got shit. a warrant out. What? What did I do? <laughs> well, because you've already been, I would assume, I, I don't know how all this works, but correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, so he did whatever he did to this mm -hmm. female. Was he arrested for that? And he probably had a first mm -hmm. appearance in court, mm -hmm. and then he probably didn't show up for court, and... Yep. Thus the warrants, right? You know this, right? If you're a criminal, you know this. There's no surprise as to why, what what the deal is. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that with that being said, wouldn't you make sure that if you're going to drive through whatever town in a vehicle that it doesn't have expired tags that might cause you to get pulled over? Do you think because you're a black whatever in this day and age that yes. ah, surely I won't get pulled over because they're going to, yes. you know, are you that arrogant? Yes. <laughs> well, if you watch some of the videos that he has, and I just want to say, you know, to the to the the couple of people that are posting videos of him with a with his, uh, I don't know if it's his kid or, but it was like a baby on his lap. Right. Oh, what a good father! Uh, roll the reel of him flashing all the the cash and uh, rapping to his own rap song and smoking a blunt and waving his gun around in the air and and all the. Why don't you roll that reel? To show you what kind of person he really truly was, right? He's a he's a he's arrogant a thug. thug. Yeah. yeah, exactly what he is. I'll call it what it is. So, once again, tragic incident. I can guarantee you that that officer probably feels fucking horrible. Right. That she took a life that was a complete accident. Right. To the point where the police chief has resigned. She has resigned. I'm sure well, she's shit. gonna be facing charge she's gonna be facing charges. Well, she's yeah. gonna be arrested. Did you see the um the city manager for the for yeah. that town? He got fired because all he said was we need to give the the person, the girl um, her day in court. Her her due due process. Right. There needs to be due process in this situation. Right. The mayor fired him. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, because he he goes right along with the mob. So what was real? F I don't want to say funny. God, it, that is such an overused term, especially ironic. nowadays. Yeah, but you had the police actually coming out and um, begging Antifa, please. 
can we have peace? Please, can can you just... And Antifa said, nah, fuck that, and went and burned another building last night. Well, they all gathered. It's interesting, as we're watching the news right now, and they're talking about violent protests are up for third night in Minnesota, right? They're not protests, they're riots. Right, well, whatever. They call them what they are, riots. <laughs> but, you know, I was watching... Uh, I was watching Tucker, I think it was, and uh, they had... Uh, here's a picture you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Here's a... Uh, they have Jason Chaffetz was on. He's a panelist on Fox now. He used to be a, a, a congressman from Utah. Mm-hmm. And he comes out and says this. And I completely agree. And I don't have a clip, so I'm going to ad lib. He says, Don is awesome. It was awesome. No. no, but he says, if you're going to impose a curfew, so there's a curfew in this town. I don't know what time it is, but whatever the curfew is. Mm-hmm. And you don't uphold the curfew. They're just going to keep doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So in this town, you have uh, the National Guards there because they're in Minneapolis because of the Chauvin shit. Right. So it's and it, this place isn't, from what I gather, is just outside of of. Um, yeah, not to interrupt your point there, but this Talib, this yeah. Rashida Talib. Comes out saying that it's it was completely done on purpose. Well, it was done on purpose, not <laughs> that, but she's calling for no cops, no law enforcement, no military. She wants. How about we start by pulling all the police and all the military away from the Capitol? Then, if that's how you feel, hmm. right? Then why do you have all these people guarding your precious Capitol building you know, in it, DC? It's it was very interesting, and I've told you before. I I, I like to listen to various podcasts right. as well as our own. He's lying. He never listens to us. <laughs> But, uh, and I'm going to call, well, I'm I'm not even going to say who said it, but I was listening to a podcast on the way over here, and they were talking about this situation, this very situation, and he argued, let's give them what they want. Let's give her what she wants. Let's give all the people that are saying defund the police, get rid of the police, whatever. Let's give them what they want. And I'm like, are you retarded? I'm like, are you stupid? Right. Like, this is what we're going to do. We're just going to say, okay, well. Give in. Yeah, give in. Okay, y'all win. We'll just pull everybody out. And he keeps saying, he he made this point several times, that he, he does not feel sorry for the police officers because they should have known last year during the George Floyd stuff and the call for defund the police that you should have known to get out to 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 you know the why are you still a, a police officer well let me let me just throw this out here it's not so easy just to quit your job right because that's your job and you're talking about several people probably well, on that police force that have been a police officer for 20 something years well, that they're working towards retirement you know right. what i'm saying so well, not I just, wouldn't want to just quit my job out of the blue not what just that go but do? you went to school too but you just like you right. working at mcdonald's where you just fill out yeah. an application and you're flipping burgers, yeah. you know, the next day. I've been day. a police officer for 15, 20 years. Uh, now I guess I'll just go be a structural engineer. Yeah. Or it doesn't, doesn't work like that. You went to school to be a police or officer. Or maybe they could do what John Kerry said and then go build solar panels. Yeah. You know but, what I'm saying? But it's not just that easy. Well, it's your fault for still being a police officer. You should have known better. You should have known to get out. Well, maybe it's just not that easy to quit your fucking job and just up well, and move. Like, well, I, I can't stand that answer. Well, and it's just like in, in uh, Minneapolis. The member we talked about a couple of shows ago where the, one of the city council people who was behind the defunding of the police, um, then she's being threatened by whoever, various people in the area, and then she's 
on the police chief's ass. How come you're not investigating the people that are threatening me? We got murders and shit to solve. You right. want you am I and I have half the police force I had a year ago. Right. You know, sorry about your luck. But that's how you get. You got these people that are out there calling for defunding of the police, whoever it is, whether it's congressmen, city officials, whatever it is. And then when shit happens to them, then where are they, the police yeah. at? then it should automatically be taken care of just like You're that. lucky, I mean, in my opinion, in cities, and I'm not saying every city and every town in, in the country because, you know, in Minneapolis, in uh, Seattle, and Portland, and these places where it's been a constant riot on some level or another, even in uh, New York, where it's been a constant, maybe not an every night thing, but... A once a week at least thing right, it seems like mm-hmm. and and you have these towns where they've defunded the police also and the shit's still going on you're lucky you have the guys and gals that are still there because i saw a report i want to say it was portland where you've got these officers are working so you might have defunded the police in the sense that let's say there was a thousand officers and now you're down to 700 or 500 whatever the number might be but those however many officers that have stayed are working, <laughs> you know, 100 hours a week because you still have a job that needs to be done. Now, granted, those officers that decided to stay are probably staying for the fact that they're reaping the benefits of some fat-ass overtime checks. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, I don't know what they get paid, but let's say they get paid $20 an hour to be a cop. You know, it might be higher than that, but let's just say. So they're making $40,000 a year being a cop. But now you've eliminated half the force. So, but <laughs> shifts still have to be filled. Beats still have to be walked, <laughs> so to speak, right? So now that 40 hours that that officer might have been working before, maybe 50 hours, they might be working 100 hours. And they're getting 60 hours of friggin' overtime at $20 an hour. So now they're making, you know, $30 an hour for 60 hours <laughs> on top of their, you know, So they're like, fuck yeah, I'll stay and do this. But on that same notion, if that is the case, you're going to have some tired, not just physically tired, but mentally tired police officers, which doesn't help any of these situations (laughs) moving forward and making bad decisions and hasty decisions. Right. What do you got? You know, (laughs) we always talk about the correlation between things and... How there's no coincidences? Well, so imagine this, if you will. George Floyd's girlfriend reveals she was Dante Wright's teacher in high school before he turned to a life of crime. Wait, Dante Wright, the nice, the sweet, that, innocent kid with the baby? Yeah. So, so <laughs> that is... Are you, are you fucking kidding me? So you talk about six degrees of separation. That's what, one degree of separation? <laughs> So Dante Wright, some random kid, allegedly random kid that mm-hmm. lives on the outskirts of Minneapolis, mm-hmm. happened to have his high school, high teacher, school teacher. High school teacher was the girlfriend of George Floyd. Of George Floyd, like, are you? You can't make this shit up. If this was in a movie, people would be like, "This is too unbelievable." You, you just well, it's and then it, and now. It, I'm assuming, I'm not saying you're a liar, I'm assuming what you're saying is true. Um, My question is this, where where are the conspiracy theorists going to come out and say, see, it's all wrapping around, it's all coming back around. 
you know. Courtney Ross made the relation during a press conference alongside Floyd's family and attorney Ben Crump. Hmm. Yeah, Ben Crump. <laughs> well, that's, Opportunist Ben that's, Crump, you mean. Well, that's who uh, Dante Wright's family has now hired to oh, be of their course. civil rights lawyer. Well, because he was the one that did Floyd, Floyd. you know, and he got a fat ass, they got a fat yeah, ass I, payout. I think so. actually today they're supposed to be holding a press conference and the, the Wright family and the Floyd family are all going to be there together eh, at the press conference. And opportunity knocks, you got to get paid, right? So, kind of switching gears, uh, you know, I don't know if you've got anything else on the right situation, but it, that is an unfortunate, unfortunate and and it's incident. and it's developing. And it's this developing. is only two or three days old, right. so we'll surely have more to talk about on this next week. So but we've still got the Chauvin trial going on. And, Who? <laughs> yeah, and um, so the, I guess the prosecution has finally rested. Yeah, that was, I think it was Monday, right? Uh, yeah. So now, now it's the defense's turn. So I, guess, to, I haven't to. Start in. to, to I'll plead full ignorance. I have not been following he the case. He doesn't have to plead it. He, he I'm ignorant. ignorant. Oh, <laughs> Safe I, I haven't been following anything okay. because I. He's been following I've, a bucket of beer. I I <laughs> drank a lot of beer. This is true. I am not going to lie. My vacation was sponsored by Landshark. <laughs> we were at the gym this morning, and uh, he actually sweated out a six pack <laughs> and drank it. <laughs> but uh, I've stated my beliefs on this case and <laughs> i'll yeah of course <laughs> pelosi distances from talib on ending policing yeah because she's as stupid as nancy is she's not that That's stupid but uh anyway back to uh the chauvin case i've stated that i believe he's going to get off right just because it's they want to fill they want unrest right well, you know, we'll see what happens. Right now, um, I will say it is it is 50-50. You know, with with the prosecution and what they presented, and it shouldn't be that way. I'm going to say that either. Because if the prosecution just finished their presentation of, you know, their side, right. you should be kind of swinging more towards the prosecution, right? Right. You would think it should be like 70-30. Uh, it's literally 50-50 down the middle. Right. Uh, the prosecution did not do themselves any favors yeah. with, with what they presented so far. Yeah. The mainstream media would lead you to believe that the prosecution has fucking knocked this thing out of the park. It's a home run. It's a grand slam. It's right. a whatever other kind of um, euphemism, <laughs> euphemism you want to make there. Euphemism? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Um. But now it's the defense's turn. Right. So we're going to see which way this takes. Now... Uh, this was reported on on Monday uh, that last year, you know, we've talked about the passenger, right, uh, who's turned out that he was actually George Floyd's drug dealer, right. Uh, that's why he took the fifth. Or that's why he the pleaded fifth. the fifth, right. right. So last year, Floyd's drug dealer gave a hour and a half interview to the FBI and state police. So after after ap- this situation. Okay. Uh, the prosecutors argue that the jury should not be allowed to see that. And I, I wish I had the sound clip of Jim Carrey uh, in uh, Liar Liar saying, uh, you know, I object you on what grounds. It's detriment- it's detrimental to my case. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's damaging to my case. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, because, I mean, realistically, him not testifying via the pleading the Fifth Amendment. Right. But this was an interview that he clearly was read his rights. 
Well, I mean, he's giving an interview to the FBI and the state police. But my point is, is prior to him talking to the pol- to the police, surely he was read his rights. Right. So once you either waive that Miranda and you have an interview with the police, that's public, or, you know, right. that's record on and, record. And who knows what was said in that interview? I'm, I mean, there might be nothing of, of consequence. Right. But I would, it would lead me to believe that if the prosecution doesn't want the jury to see it, then there's something there. There's probably something there that's damaging to their case. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that remains to be seen. But back to what you were saying before, I, I'm not a lawyer, although I did stay at a hall. No. Um, I, of knowing cases in the past, of, of any kind of, even just watching like Law and Order, for example, <laughs> you know, I know it's a TV show, but. Usually, when the prosecution puts on a case, you know, I mean, they they get done and they're you feel confident, right? But if you're saying it's 50-50, that doesn't bode well because as soon as the defense puts up a few witnesses to contradict whatever the prosecution says, it opens up that reasonable doubt issue, which, like I said, is a coincidence that as the prosecution rests, this shit happens? You know, I mean, well, like I said, I, I hope this isn't a precursor to what's to come. And I hope that I hope that the jury can actually do their duty and not be swayed by right by this, what's going on. Right. Which is why I believe the def- the defense asked to sequester, sequester mm-hmm. the jury and then the judge was like, no, I don't know how you could. Yeah, I don't know why they. I don't know why they weren't sequestered to begin with. Right. Forget about whatever's going on right now. They should have been locked down from the get go. Right. Right. Because there's too much. Regardless of what just happened in in Minnesota a week ago, there's just too much other shit going on around this case for them to not be locked down. Okay. Well, you know, I'm 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 just going to bring this up. So the OJ trial happened. Right. And they sequestered the jury for that. And I happen to think that... And that was know, a highly publicized but, case but just I as much. I understand O.J. was a celebrity. I understand right. what happened there. But to me, this case is bigger than that. Bedtime stories with O.J. Simpson. Uh, A.J. Simpson. <laughs> well, no, he's O.J.'s, OJ's <laughs> talking. So, not to totally get off on your... before. Remember what you were going to say. I want to say this. Okay, guys, listen. We're, we're goofy, okay? I know we talk serious and we're serious and shit, but I'm curious. Do you think that's something we should go ahead and do? Do we Should, should we write that out and do it? Uh, oh, it's too soon. <laughs> it's too, <laughs> too soon. soon. <laughs> too soon? Yeah, because, okay, so w- one day we were talking on the phone, and we were talking about O.J. Simpson and da-da-da. And so I came up with a, a little little thing I was going to do, and it was called uh, Bedtime Stories with O.J. Simpson. And... Uh, so the premise of the story starts out with the, hey, OJ, daddy, uh, Uncle OJ, can you read us a bedtime story, Uncle OJ? Uh, no, damn it, I'm not reading you no damn bedtime story. Oh, please, Uncle OJ, please. Okay, okay, guys, shut up, shut up now. Shut up. Shut up. All right. Uncle OJ going to read your story. I'm going to tell you a little bedtime story. Once upon a time, there was this guy named OJ, uh, AJ. AJ uh, Simmons. <laughs> And uh, uh, AJ had a had a wife named Nick, uh, Nancy, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, him and uh, him and Nancy wasn't seeing so much eye to eye. They was on the out, so to speak. And uh, 
So Nancy had a had a little thing going on with some little motherfucker named Rob. Uh, Rob. Rob. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I don't want to go into it, but I think that I, I'm telling you, I, I might do that, record it, and we'll just put it out as a little fucking thing because it's pretty funny. Anyway. So, back to your story. O.J. Simpson, jury sequestered. Yeah, so, I mean, the jury was sequestered for that because they did not want the media influence. Right. To me, and, and again, I understand I'm not, I'm not downplaying the significance of a murder trial. Right. But I'm going to say this has bigger consequence because it is a police involved. You're trying a police officer for the murder of someone. Right. You know what I'm saying? This could have repercussions across the nation. Right. OJ's found guilty, he's found innocent, whatever. It was Kill, a dude murderers that, get off all the time. I'm yeah, sorry to say, you know, dude that may or say. may not have killed his wife and her lover. Right. I understand. I'm not saying it was horrific. It was a it was a very graphic scene. I understand he's a celebrity, so therefore it it makes it bigger. Right. This has bigger repercussions. That's why I'm saying this is a bigger case to me. Well, and because it, it has more at stake. And exactly the fact you said the, the fact that we talked about this privately. I'm sorry, microphone. There's in the a way. microphone there. You're um, out of practice. And privately, we've talked about this as to why they didn't move the case out of the state. Right. Because I would believe. I know if I lived in Minneapolis, it would be very hard knowing what happened. Not so much with the case. And what Chauvin did on purpose or didn't do on purpose or whatever happened. Forget about that. If I'm just Joe Blow living in Minneapolis and saw everything that happened after the fact, right? And the city getting burned down and stores getting burned down and looted. And I mean, there's places that let's say you live in that area that Target's not opening back up. They're like, fuck that shit. You know, mm -hmm. so now if you live there, well, how, where in the hell am I going to go shopping now? Right. You know, because all these places closed down. Right. So if you, um, if you're selected as a juror and you live in this town, you're going to be like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. That motherfucker did it because I'm I don't want to have to go through that bullshit right. again. I'm not you having know? my community damage. Right. By, and, you know, eventually these jurors' names are going to come out. Right. You know, we've already had situations where the media has been, oh, you know, of course, cameras have been banned from taking pictures or video or anything of the jurors. So right. They're, they're not releasing the names as rightfully they should be protected. But you've already got, you know, some of the media coming out trying to tell you what they know about the jurors. What the fuck? Why is this even a thing? And how? That's like jury intimidation, isn't it? it? Exactly. I mean, because exactly what if it is. I'm on the jury and they... Somehow or another, oh, here's a white male, 47, 8 years old, yeah. you know, lives here, works for this company. Well, this is what, oh, the, scumbag, this is what the scumbag media and does. And even, even if the media doesn't say, it's Chris, you know, right. here's, here's, here's my thing. Let's say, I, I hate, I know I go, this is my go-to name, so if there's anyone named Bob Johnson that's listening to the podcast, I'm not talking Bob about Johnson, you. Why the fuck is he picking on me <laughs> yeah, all the time? What the fuck did I do to him? <laughs> But uh, let's say juror number five is Bob Johnson. Right. Okay. Okay, so we don't know Bob Johnson. Somebody knows Bob Johnson is on a jury because Bob Johnson works somewhere. Right. So if Bob, and now he's if, out of work. Right. Where's Bob at? Oh, he's he's, he's, jury duty. he's on jury duty. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. You don't think he's doing the thing? Because most people, I, I 
fortunately, or someone that I fortunately have not had to do jury duty. Now I'm going to be. Did on you jury did just hear that? Yeah, I'm going to be doing that? jury duty. The last couple times I've been called, I've, you know how you call the number, and it's like, oh, you don't have to go, blah blah blah, whatever. But usually. When people go for jury duty, right? Mm-hmm. You're what a day? You didn't you have jury I duty? I had jury duty two years ago, and I was out for the entire week. So you were gone for a week. Mm-hmm. Was that during the? Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. no it was comment. him. He no, did it. No, no comment. But my point is, is if you're gone, this this is gone during week three. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you know, we're not supposed to know who's on the jury. Someone knows that. Where's Susie at? She hasn't been here for going on three weeks. Oh, she's on jury duty. Oh, because most people that are on jury duty might be a week, but usually it's less. Investigative journalists that can that can figure that that out. Yeah, because you know most people that are on juries have jobs, pay taxes. Do you know they they here's the point? Leave the fucking jurors alone. Right. They're there to do a job. Right. Which is why it's it's. I believe that especially, especially, it's one thing, like you talk about OJ, for example. Mm-hmm. Let's say we knew who all the jurors were. Who cares, right? Go back to um, Rodney King, for example. Mm-hmm. When those officers were on trial for that and they all got off, mm-hmm. I don't remember, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't remember hearing anything about the when all the shit happened. I don't remember them going after the jurors. <laughs> They just burnt down the city. (laughs) Right. But you have a situation where you could have, and it doesn't mean as much after the trial's over. Right. But if you find out who the jurors are while the trial is going on, you could have a situation where you had jury intimidation to try to get them to... To sway their opinion. Exactly. But, well, that's my point is, with everything that's going on with these Antifa and BLM and all these people now, with the... I mean, what happened? What was it? Um, was that St. Louis where the where they knocked down the gates of the one guy, I, the lawyer, whatever? Yeah. I can't think of his name yeah. offhand. And him and the yeah, him and the wife are outside mm-hmm. and all this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I know if I was a juror, if I was a juror on this case, and I'm able to come and go every day and come home, bet my ass is not sleep. I guarantee you, I got at least one or five guns next to me the whole fucking day, mm-hmm. the whole night. I'm sleeping. Any little noise I hear, I wouldn't be able to sleep because how do how do I know I'm not being followed? Right. You know what I'm saying? Not by BLM or Antifa, but by the media. Right. You know? So you leave, okay, uh, court's over, it's 5 o'clock, whatever time, court's out, release the jury. You can't tell me that there's not some random investigative journalist trying to get the scoop. That's gonna. Oh, there's cars leaving out of the garage. Uh, there's twelve. I don't know. Twelve jurors. So you follow that car. I'm following this car. You follow that. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I'm honestly surprised that we haven't heard anything about that. Right. So. Well, so what we also had happen on Monday, and I, I just want to. I just want to say this. About I find about that. Uh, I find it very. Coincidental. Really, I don't believe in coincidences, but I find it very coincidental that we we just what we're a week, two weeks out of Biden announcing his gun uh, initiative, right? His gun violence initiative, whatever. And on Monday we had two school 
shootings involved at schools. Right. We had one in Knoxville, and we had one in uh, California. Knoxville, Tennessee, and one in California. Right. Um, and I, I'm not gonna. I don't want to go into the details of the shootings or whatever. I just. But w- what I'm gonna say is, I'm. I find it very convenient. That here we are talking about gun control laws, and now we've got two shootings. You got it's, and then we have outbreak know, outbreak of 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 craziness. Well, we talked about it. Was it the last show we talked about? Not where I was by myself, but the show that we were together. We talked about in years past where it always seems like something like this happens to when yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like he came out, and that's when I did my live show. He came out and said, "Oh, we're gonna, uh, what the? F- I don't even remember what did he say. He said uh, stuff. No. <laughs> so, uh, what was it? The that grips the, the stocks, the, sto- the uh, bu- uh, bracing brace, braces, the pistol braces, pistol braces, and what was the Jesus. the other one? The first one. Um, I'm an idiot. AR pistols. Yeah, yeah. AR pistols, the short barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the grips or the uh, braces rather, mm-hmm. and then the uh, trying to expand the red flags and all this shit. Right. And um, and I you know we talked about it after the fact, and I was like, eh, you know. But then you made an interesting point where this just opens the door to mm-hmm. shit. And now what happened mm-hmm. the a few days after the fact? Yeah, you you alluded to the fact that you feel like look, this motherfucker is not going to be able to do anything. And it's not so much that I feel like his initiatives, he's going to be able to go in and attack the the uh, Second. Second Amendment. Right. But, you know, he made the statement that no amendment is absolute. Right. And that, to me, tells me where his mindset is that he is... That's telling me he's open to attacking the, the Second Amendment. Well, well, not just the Second, but well, any, any amendment. Well, here's... I got something for you. If, if that's the case, if no amendment is absolute, then everyone stop paying their federal taxes because the 16th Amendment well, that's was fine. an amendment passed I, by Congress for everyone to start paying income tax. But what else did he do in that week that he had his gun control? What he, did he start talking about? Gay sex. Besides that. Hunter smoking crack or Parmesan. Besides that. We know, know that happens on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What else did he talk about? He talked about uh, packing up the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah, packing of the court, which so, will help push those situations. Exactly. And that's where I changed how, my tune when we were talking. I was like, you know what, motherfucker, you might you be attack? right. It's it's easy to say no amendment is, is absolute, and then you're like, whatever. But if you add three or four Supreme Court justices that are – on your side of things, right? Then what amendments, right? Because <laughs> who are you gonna? You can go to court. They're gonna come knocking on your door, take your guns. Who are you gonna tell? Right. You know. My, you know, Supreme Court ruled. What are you gonna do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? So, I don't know. I think it's it's this is gonna become a bigger deal. Um, the further we get on, hope hopefully not. Hopefully we can we can have some more states. Uh, but it's just it kills me how. I mean, maybe I'm ignorant to the fact that I don't remember. I mean, this dude, he hasn't even been in fucking office 100 days yet. No. And in this time, in this three months that he's been in office, look at all the shit that's going on. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I just, and, you know, it's funny because I uh, someone had posted this on Twitter, 
And it's it's funny how this stuff comes back around to you when you when you make comments. You know, the funny thing about the internet is someone's always got it. Yeah, the internet never forgets. And you can delete all the shit you want. Someone's got it. But it's funny how some of the stuff comes back around. So careful what you say about people because it could come back to bite you. Right. So Biden made this comment last year. So this was in August of 2020 when we had all the rioting and the pro the peaceful protests going on mm-hmm. and everything going on around the country. We had Biden tweeting out, remember every example of violence Donald Trump decries has happened on his watch, under his leadership, during his presidency. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Same could be said about you there. Yeah. And this was at the end of Trump's presidency, mm-hmm. and that was... So when was that? September, you said? That was August. August. Mm-hmm. So what happened for him to make that statement? Was that still the Antifa shit going on in Portland and yeah, in Seattle? Yeah. And that was towards the end of Trump's presidency. But, of course, it, it had more to do with the fact that they were running against each other at this rate. It had nothing to do with... Right, with I mean, whatever. He's just trying to make them look bad, but the simple fact is, is well, guess what, uh, Joe? You got a lot of violence going on right now. Oh, well, that's you all got Trump's a border, fault. You got a border <laughs> crisis that's going on down Trump's here. Trump's fault. Uh, you got Antifa still riding that's, up in Portland. It's because Trump didn't uh, take care of it. You got, you know, the situation because, that's going on in Minnesota because now. Because Trump didn't take care of it. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. So, speaking of border crisis, how come Kamala... Still was, hasn't made her way down. Still hasn't made her way down. <laughs> I don't want to go down there. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. What did you see where they uh where the DHS secretary came out and said, you know what, uh, maybe we'll go ahead and finish that wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. really? Yeah. 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 And Trump's back there like uh, sugar water. Well and I, it, didn't Biden say something about it that they need to finish the wall? Yeah. Or was it just the DHS? I, I think it was DHS. I don't remember Biden it, saying but anything. They're trying but to claim still. It. Uh, oh. Well, because we, we think the wall is a good idea now. Well, they're going to deem it as well. We're already they, they Might get, as well. the contractors are already getting paid. Might as well go ahead and go and do it. And the stuff's already down there. I mean, it's not costing us any more money. We already paid for it, you know. So we're going to start calling this Biden's wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it takes credit for everything else. So I just figured, yeah, you know, well, you know. Well, yeah, it's just like the vaccine. What was it last year when when oper- when Trump was Operation yeah. War Speed and we're going to do this and do that and and all those people are like, we're not. That's crazy. There's no way you can do that. Now it's a great idea. Yeah. But how great of an idea is it? It's because so great. I'm going to steal it. That's so. Well, it's so great <laughs> that we're not even going to let you do some of them because they might kill you. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. Johnson & Johnson, I guess, is uh, they kind of put a halt to the, uh, the Johnson & Johnson it vaccine. Kill it might kill you. <laughs> well, so we've, we've already had the AstraZeneca uh, issues with blood clots. Right. In, Germ- in Europe, wherever, yeah. Germany, wherever it was at. Right. And now we're finding that Johnson & Johnson same has thing. same kind of issues. Well, it's, it's amazing what can happen when you rush a vaccine. Most vaccines that are effective take years to uh, work, you know, or not to work, but take years to of trials and tribulations and studies. And you can't literally just come up with something like that. And if they had something that worked like that, then that would just even prove more of a fact that this was all pre-planned. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's interesting because, okay, when you're in the military, if you're whatever branch you go into, Army, Navy, you know, whatever it is, Marines, you have to be inoculated for everything. 
right? <laughs> Everything. You get every shot that there is to take, you get. You know what they're not making the, the uh, soldiers get? COVID-19 vaccine? Mm, interesting. Mm. And why is that? Mm. Because it's not FDA approved. Mm -hmm. It's approved for emergency use, but it's not approved. It's not like the polio vaccine. It's not like other vaccines. Because they don't want to take perfectly healthy young men and women that have gone through uh, physicals. Now, you get a physical for a military. It's not like getting a physical at your doctor. At your doctor. You know, they're not going to tickle this your balls and say, okay, you're good. You know, this is, this is physical on top of physical, right. you know. Well, so <laughs> I, I stumbled across this little website here. And it's no, called I don't want to hear about your porno websites. National Vaccine Information Center. Okay, so this is uh, medalerts.org. Okay. And what it is, it's a breakdown from, and this is this is up to April 1st. Okay. So two weeks short of where we're at. Right. And so far we've found 2,342 cases where vaccine targets for the COVID-19 vaccine and a patient died. And this is a breakdown, so it gives you age, uh, sex, location. So everything other than the person's name. Gives you probably. the date of the vaccination and the date of the onset of the problem. So then it gives you a breakdown, and it also gives you which vaccine manufacturer. So my question is real quick, is that just in America or is that everywhere? Uh, so far from what I've seen, it's just in America. Okay. All right, so, you know, but it, it gives you a breakdown. It tells you the symptoms that they went into, tells you whether they died or not. All this information. Well, and, and the thing is this, is every person that I personally know that, have, that has had the vaccine, whether it's been the Moderna or the, what are, what are all of them? Okay, we know J&J, &J, Moderna, and Pfizer? Pfizer. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think it seems like the Moderna is the popular one, right? Mm -hmm. And both Moderna and Pfizer are two shots, right? Yes. J&J &J was is a one-shotter, one right? Mm -hmm. But every person that I've heard of or personally know that have gotten, I, I want to say the Moderna because that seems like to be the popular one around here, after their second shot, they get sick. Mm -hmm. Like, not COVID sick, but they get ill. Mm -hmm. they, they have a fever. They're throwing up. They soreness body aches some go away in a day some last for two or three days right um we you know my wife has a friend who just got her second shot what's today wednesday she got it sunday i think her second shot and she was sick up to last night i don't know how she is today but you know so people are being scared into taking this vaccine now this person um has cancer she's going through treatment I'm right. going through treatment. Guess who's not getting the vaccine? Right. The funny thing about that is, or like you said, I don't know if we want to say the funny thing, but the ironic thing about that is I go to my the cancer hospital every three weeks. They don't even, and it's not that they don't ask me because, oh, crap, here comes Don. He's going to yell at us if, he, if we say anything about the vaccine. It's not even that because generally the people that ask you are your... Uh, CMAs, your medical assistants, and you might not deal with the same person every time you go there. Right. 
they have a questionnaire. They asked you, so what kind of medications? Are you still on the same medications? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? You know, and like I said before, in years past, they had asked you, so did you get the flu shot yet? Do you plan on? They don't, they haven't asked me about a flu shot this year. They haven't, and they haven't asked me about whether or not I am, have gotten, am going to get, you know, whatever the, the, um, COVID thing. And they do it there. You know, they, they, I can go there and get the vaccine, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So you would think if it was an issue that they felt I needed to have it, they would say something and not me per se, but any cancer patient. I think it's kind of like we do it here. If you want it, you can have it, but they're not like pushing the issue because they know I feel like the reason they're not pushing the issue is because they know it could lead to other issues, you know, so they're not going to push it on you because they don't want you to get sick and then you take it out on them right? or worse, you know, you die. But you know what, what's the Moderna or the Pfizer, I think 90% effective. Yeah. Well, I'll take a chance on the 99% that I'll <laughs> be fine if I get it. <laughs> and like we've talked about before, before COVID was the thing, we felt like we already had it. Right. You know, um, whether or not we had or hadn't, I don't know. Now you had surgery a, a few weeks back. You had a COVID test because that's the rules anymore. Before you can mm-hmm. have surgery, you got to have your test mm-hmm. and you test it negative. Mm-hmm. Now I would assume they didn't do a antibody test. You know, I'm kind of curious myself. I'm kind of curious. <laughs> can I get an antibody test? Because the fact that we're going on a year plus of this situation, you know, I'm just curious if if that's what we did have a year and a half ago when we were sick. Maybe. And we started it. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't hate that damn bat from... Well, so this little thing here, and, and I, you know, this might be kind of wrapping up here because I know we're kind of getting pressed for time here, but... So, quickly, this is also from the Daily Mail, so, you know. Take it for what it's worth. Take it for what it's worth. It's however you feel about the Daily Mail. But the Pentagon scientists reveal a microchip (laughs) that senses COVID-19 in your body before you show symptoms and and a filter that extracts the virus from your blood. And this is being headed by, so I said Pentagon scientists, and this is being headed by DARPA. So DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, and other Pentagon laboratories. Right. So DARPA, who who actually runs DARPA? The uh, government. The government, but specifically the defense, defense Department. Department of Defense. So nothing, you know, you you know, why why are we having the Department of Defense? Making things, I, I, I just, you know, whatever. Well, it's interesting because, you know, when we were talking about this prior to us starting to record, I went ahead and looked up. Um, so this is seven ambitious DARPA projects. And, I, and I'll, be, I'll be the first one to say this. I didn't know when you told me DARPA, I was like, what? Hmm. I didn't know what the fuck that was. So seven ambitious DARPA projects that could revolutionize the armed forces. So... Just to go, I'm not going to re- read the details. So soft exoskeleton. Okay, so we've heard of, you know, mm-hmm. if you've watched any kind of science fiction movie, you've heard of stuff like this, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, 
you know, I was just scrolling through self-guiding bullets. I've heard of those. Mm-hmm. Um, submarine hunting drones, you know, uh, giant airships. So it just looks like a big ass uh, freaking. Uh, damn, I can't think of what I'm. The uh, Goodyear blimp, like a blimp, right. you know. Uh, robot and sex spies, which is kind of cool. So you'd have spy, you know, like cockroaches or whatever that are. <laughs> spies i'm i'm surprised i'm i'm sure those i'm sure all this shit exists the one that stuck out to me is kind of based around what you were just talking about implantable health trackers you know mm-hmm. your body offers you all kinds of feedback about how you're fearing uh faring uh when it comes to health however darpa project created in association with the u.s army research office Promises to take this to the next level. The idea to implant a tiny, soft, hydrogel-based sensors under the skin and use them to measure biomarkers related to oxygen, glucose, lactate, urea, and ion levels. These sensors could stay in the body for up to two years. Blah, 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 blah. Hmm. We've been hearing stuff about RFID chips and so on and so forth. Um, DARPA, like you said, it's a government-ran entity. It's not James Bond fucking, you know, what was the the scientist for James Bond? Q. Q. Okay, yeah, it's not some kind of, you know, Q scientist, 007 make-believe movie shit. And I, 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 I'm the kind of guy that you see movies and you think, haha, that's funny. But the ideas come from somewhere, right? And nine times out of ten, when you see a movie and you whatever the whatever it is, it's probably in development and it got leaked out, or <laughs> the government thought, "Damn, that's a good idea. We need to do something like right. that." And then you have some nerd scientist that works for the government and says, "This is possible. We can do this." Right? You know? Yeah, the ideas don't. A lot of people. <laughs> The stuff that you see in the movies came from somewhere. Right. And a lot of it, it has some basis in reality. Right. So. Well, as much like, uh, not to be stupid, but did you ever see the movie Pineapple Express? Uh, I have not watched that. I know know of the movie. I have not watched it. Okay, so the very beginning of the movie is uh, back in the 50s. They're in a bunker uh, experimenting with the uh, side effects of smoking marijuana, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, back then, marijuana was evil. It's going to make you, you know, was, you know, I, I, to sound racist or whatever, but only black people smoke the reefer. You know, oh, it's going to kill. You know, if you, they even had, pro- I mean, this is what's so crazy to think about how racist we are nowadays, but to think back how it was back in the day, they had propaganda, fucking uh, like movie, not movies, but um you know, nowadays you go to movies and they go upcoming, right. you know, in mm-hmm. August, you know, whatever. They would have like newsreels, you know, because not everybody back in the 50s had a TV and could watch the news because that didn't exist back then. Right. And and it was the fears of reefer and the reefer madness and all this shit. You know, Google it. It's out there. Reefer madness. Google it. <laughs> and it's about how if you let reefer you know all these black people are going to come in your neighborhood and rape your wife and rape your daughter and blah 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 blah. i believe joe biden was on (laughs) he might have been (laughs) but uh at any rate so the beginning of the movie it was true you know what are the what are the actual side effects the the you know is a movie so it wasn't 
necessarily true because it's right. the premise of the movies anyway. So the army's research and they have like privates in the army smoking weed and what's the side effects? Well, this dude's like, oh man, you know, and he's all chill and hungry and laughing and so they wasn't the side effects they thought so they killed him and and we've heard about these actually happening because lsd uh, marijuana different drugs have been researched like this so they can see what the side effects are right and um anyway so like in the movie they find the basement they find all the weed da, 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 whatever it's not important it's a stupid movie i mean it's funny but you know my point is, is, um, is something. It's the words about stuff. <laughs> no, but they, uh, the government does things that we don't know about, but affect us. Right. And they're going to pu- push this microchip as a good idea. I mean, we kind of see it now. Like you have the Amazon thing you can buy and, oh, you can check your heart rate, you know. Well, you know it would be easier? You didn't have to worry about carrying that device around if you just got it implanted. And then you could just pull up an app on your phone and, oh, look at that, my oxygen levels are this and my that's this and this, that, and the other thing. It's a great idea. It's much like anything else. They try to push it as a great idea. It's always it's it's always going to be presented as something of convenience. Right. Something that's going to enrich your life, make you better, healthier, well, this is a perfect example. My right. cell phone, your cell phone, is a perfect example. Like 20 years ago, who had a fucking phone, right? Other than your house phone. Right. And put your phone away for two days. You, you can't do it. I mean, everyone's addicted to their fucking cell phones. Right. It's just, and I mean, everyone. I'm not saying that I'm any different than anyone else. You know, you get bored, you pick up your phone, you get on Twitter, you get on Facebook, you get on whatever you just get on the internet right you know it's what we do it's yeah i was you know oftentimes i, I kind of laugh and and try to think of a time back before cell phones of especially in our job you know you every now and then you have a little bit of downtime right and what the hell did we do before we had a cell phone <laughs> and so, realistically it's relatively new technology right. you know this right here i mean we've had cell phones for a while where we could call somebody yeah but i'm saying yeah to the, the, to the smartphone, smartphone aspect of it right yeah you're what, probably what only did, talking what 10 years what, maybe? what did you what did you do before you had a smartphone to jump on i have no idea <laughs> that's what i'm saying you can't remember a that's time what i'm saying you didn't have it and so. and it's almost like a drug yeah, well, I mean, look at look mm, at kids nowadays. Mm, if if you look at if you you your daughter, for mm, example, mm, take your take her phone away, mm, she'll go into withdrawals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she does. You know what? But when when those situations happen, and we actually have to do that. You know, kind of as like a punishment. You know what I mean? Right. She's a completely different person. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like if you can take that stimulus away from her, stimuli, I guess it would be. Right. Um, cause we're not giving her money, but <laughs> when you take that away from her, it adjusts her attitude. Right. And, and I don't mean so much that she's like, oh, well, you know, I better start being good so I can get my phone back. It's more of a situation where she doesn't have the outside influence. Right. So therefore it changes her outlook on various things. Right. So I, I do think these influence us very much. They do. One way or the other. Negative or positive. Right. You know what I mean? Mostly negative, probably. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so. Right. Every now and then, just put your phone down. Yeah. Speaking of phones, 
I just got a text from the wife saying it's quarter till you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, she didn't, say, she didn't say son of a bitch, but I, I can I, I can I can sense the tone. You, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have to say it to know that it's implied, right? So, but anyway, all so right, we man. Got, well, we got we a got, good hour plus in, so that's, that's good. good. We mm-hmm. got a couple more uh, stories for next yeah. time. Uh, and CNN story for another day. I'm sure CNN? more shit's going to break on, down on. about whatever's on. going on. I just on. want you yeah, CNN. Come on. Hmm? Hmm? What? Hmm? Okay, we'll save it for next. We'll time. save it for next time. It's okay. it's a developing story. So, <laughs> at any rate, so uh, today is Wednesday. Uh, don't unplug it. <laughs> it makes not, makes I'm a loud noise. April fourteenth, and um, uh, my name is Don over there. I'm nobody. <laughs> He's nobody. I'm nobody. You're nobody called today. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Don and Chris is Wednesday. And uh, just want to let you know, we're still here. This is a shorter show than I would like to do, but... But he's used to short and shrinking. It is true. I've got a small wiener. Oh, wait. Where did that come from? <laughs> Whoa. Let's <laughs> just in breaking news. No, but anyway, so... Um, we will be back again sooner or later. I mean, sooner I, rather than later. Sooner rather than later. Yeah. Definitely by next Wednesday. Hopefully, maybe we'll do a Skype show in the next day or two, and uh, just to get some more information out there. Because I, I was I was going through withdrawals this morning. I told my wife, she's like, oh, "You're not doing a show today." I was like, "Oh my god, babe, there's so much shit going on. We got to do something." I said, oh, "Okay, well, I'll give you an hour." So I've already pushed that limit, so I'm gonna get yelled at. <laughs> All right, so we'll uh, we'll catch y'all later. All right, guys, have Thanks a great day. <laughs>